women are no longer traditional, but men are still expected to be traditional. And you got mainstream society telling them to be hoes. You got Sex in the City telling them to go out there and be single. Fresh and fit hate women. Wow, he just said that for real? Whoa! Right? <laughs> average women nowadays, regular girls, modern day women, have way more bodies than average dudes. Okay, now it can be an intelligent decision to settle down with one woman. Oh, you're misogynist. Define misogyny. Like that's a rabbit hole you got to go down. Yeah, you know, women are going to be in the kitchen with aprons on and being a good, dutiful wife. That's never happening, guys. If you're successful or you're on the way up, you're not smart about choice of women. It can destroy you completely. I fresh and fit. Walt. Yes, sir. And Myron. Hey, what's up, man? How we doing? Welcome to well, not welcome to Miami. I guess. Well, welcome to me to Miami. Welcome to my Airbnb in Miami. Hey, thanks for having us, man. Yeah, for sure. Appreciate it, bro. Love. I just want to say thank y'all for like the first time y'all had me. Y'all showed some big hospitality. We try, man. It was uh, it was the first time I traveled for a podcast, and I remember first of all, first of all, me and you had a few phone conversations leading up to it. And yeah. Do you remember what you kept telling me? <sighs> it's gonna be a movie, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> he kept yeah. telling me it's gonna be a. It's movie, gonna be bro. lit. He was right. And then he slept. He fell asleep. <laughs> Didn't pick me up at the airport. Remember. The wall came through. Listen, man, I got you, bro. Well, listen, listen. Where you fall short, I come up. Vice versa. Vice versa. There you go. But I, but I appreciate it, man. It was a good time. I hadn't seen too many of your... It's funny. I was actually traveling in Arizona. I got the message from you. Mm-hmm. And then my buddy Patrick, who y'all know, who did the videography. Great um, guy. Great guy. He's still in Austin. So I don't work with him as much now being in Spain. But I got a call from him. Because I think y'all mentioned it on a live show. Like, oh, we were talking how to bees. We might get him on. I got a call from him. He's like, yo, y'all got, you got to go on Fresh and Fit, bro. Yeah, I'm coming yeah. with you. You don't even got to pay me for this trip. I'll be there. Let's go do this Miami thing. Shout out to him, man. He got some really good B-roll uh, last time he was there, too. So yeah, Guy with the beard. Yeah. That's yeah, some yeah. good b You're supposed to be here for this one, but then he had some some issues. So Patrick, I'll I'll forgive you for that. I appreciate I appreciate you from last time. <laughs> and it's funny because I got like a 50-50 response, I'd say, mm. in terms of like people who were like pumped that I that I came on the show, like, oh, I've been watching Fresh and Fit. It's good to see on your show. <laughs> yeah. And then I saw I think 50%, the other 50% was like, Why'd you go on there? Bro, why the hell would you go on that show? I can't believe you support those guys. Like, what's going on, bro? <laughs> we professionally trigger people, man. Pretty That's radical. what it is, yeah. Yeah, I feel like you guys were like ahead of like the wave. You guys were battling wokeness before, like was like uh, cool be- before it materialized into like an obvious problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. When we started uh, in twenty twenty, we were already getting like a bunch of heat for you know battling wokeness and people being politically correct or whatever. And I would say we're probably yeah. I would say after this week, yeah, we we definitely pushed the envelope, man, for sure. Like we definitely. I think for the first time, <laughs> that's a, an understatement. <laughs> yeah. The understatement of the year. Yeah. But, but I think for the first time, people heard people's like thoughts in their head mm-hmm. out in the open, and I was like, "Wow, he just said that for real? No way!" So it's, it's awesome. Yeah, we say a lot of things that people joke about behind closed doors or think, but they would never ever say on, on YouTube or on camera. It's like the. Uh, the Trump thing, right? When he said, like, it's locker room talk. Yeah. yeah. And, it's, it, and it is. And I, I don't know. I guess it's an odd thing, right? That it's become so, I don't know, like, so persecuted, right? Yeah, dude. I mean, we just live in a soft world. Um, mm-hmm. I remember, you know, back in the day, I'm old. I'm 33. So I remember, like. 33? Well, yeah, I'm 33. Respect. 33. I, you, else. How old are you? 30, man. Oh, man. Young. And- I know. I look older, bro. I remember watching, like, uh, <laughs> like, my favorite movie. One of my favorite movies is Borat. Yeah, and if you watch Borat now, dude, bro, bro, there's no way it would fly. I'm surprised they haven't like uh, like retracted it. Yeah, like th- there's no way the dictator like these movies to me are hilarious, but like you What's can't even make jokes he, like that yeah. anymore. What was the other one he did? Um, Bruno, but I didn't watch that Ali one. G. 
L.E.G. was that's the OG one. Yeah, yeah. And then the other one was with Bruno. Uh, that's where he's the gay guy. Yeah, right? the gay one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, didn't, I didn't watch that one, but I watched obviously Dictator and Borat, and I thought those were so funny. But you can't make those kinds of jokes anymore, man. Like I literally think to myself, I was like, wow, like like the Chappelle show. A lot of those skits would never fly today, and it's just sad. And it's like. Um, if you say anything that's not politically correct in 2023, dude, they're like pushing to cancel you. It's wild. Yeah, it is wild. How would you define wokeness? Because I feel like a lot of people like they're trying to like battle maybe people like you just by being like they don't even know what it is. Yeah, um, wokeness is basically, dude. It's it's where you get to a point where you're just virtue signaling all the time. And to be honest, it's a lot of times it's like contrary to like what you do off camera mm. like a lot of these people that are like the biggest virtue signalers like oh my god i'm not racist i'm so high and mighty blah blah, blah. they'd be the most racist people off camera yeah you know what i mean it, it, like it's like they're in the closet yeah yeah and it, like i look at it like dude we don't just make fun of like black people we make fun of asians we make fun of hispanics we make fun of everybody we make fun of arabs mm -hmm. like dude after 9 11 happened i remember everyone calling me a terrorist and stuff and you know because i used to get it on all ends like oh you're not your uncle after they killed saddam saddam we got your fucking uh, your father like it is what it is so like it really desensitized me to racism or any, yeah. of the, any of that other crap like i would just learn how to laugh at things so i always say words only give words only have power if you give them power but the problem is that we live in this world where people give way too much power to words and it's like bro it's a joke it's not that serious like it's not like they're literally trying to attack you and kill you because of your race no they're making jokes on it but we yeah. live in such a sensitive era and isn't it funny those same people that have these issues with us being so free and you know willing to share our, our ideals they actually have the most i want to say enraged thoughts because once again they're not doing shit with their lives just sitting there on a computer oh he said this and that now I'm offended so it's, it's crazy how people it's like think, people bro. wait to like sit there and get offended yeah. you know what I mean for it's what like, reason dude if you don't like it then don't watch, don't watch it. it amazes me how many like hate watchers we got like there's so many people that like will watch us but they hate us and I'm like why are you here like go watch something else yeah bro <laughs> I, I, when you see the repeated comments like because you can start to recognize like the avatar or something right yeah and it's like why is this guy investing his time every week? He knows when the videos come out. He's one of the yeah. first commenters each time. Why is he investing yeah. time each week to, to watch something that makes him so angry? I can tell you right now. If I don't like a show, I ain't watching it, bro. Period. For what? Isn't yeah. that the normal thing? If I'm watching a YouTube video and I don't like it... Turn it off. I usually will probably search for another one and click the back button. I don't like go to the comments, start typing, think like, yeah. what's the nastiest thing? I like. That's a rabbit hole you got to go down. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we get a lot of hate. I mean, I'm used to... We've hit national um news coverage plenty of times <laughs> for beginning. different stuff <laughs> yeah. whether it's you know don't date single moms at recreational use only or bad we don't dabble in the dark punish bad behavior like so many of our stuff is like hit like mainstream media and news and they look at it like oh my god toxic masculinity it's like whatever bro it, it is what it is like we're speaking for the guys that don't really have a voice because we live in a world nowadays where the female way of thinking is the right way of thinking, making jokes, saying things that are politically incorrect. Oh, you're evil and you're demonized. So it is what it is. And I think we're one of the last few creators on YouTube that say what we want to say and we're not really too scared of cancel culture. What do you say to people who say fresh and fit hate women? <laughs> well, in order for that to be true, that's, that's the only big... on Wednesdays. Yeah. Oh, all right. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's that's a Wednesday not, right now. That, yeah, well, that, that, today's I thought it was Fridays, bro. Yeah, yeah, that too. Well, it depends. Okay, cool. Yeah. The point is, is that like, if we really hate a woman that much, why bring them on a show one? And then two, why even date them? It's like, I get the avatar of us speaking the truth, hurts people's feelings, but like, ultimately speaking, bro, we're here to enjoy life and we understand women to a better level. So like, once again, that whole dynamic of dating women, we know the game. So it's more fun. Yeah, we understand them. You know what I mean? As a matter of fact, we teach guys this stuff so that they don't hate women for what they'll never be. Exactly. Hey, this is how women are. They're hypergamous. They're going to go with the best option. 
they're very selfish in their mating practices, etc. Women don't owe you any type of loyalty. Just understand that's how they move and don't hate them for it. But the problem is that guys use a male lens to assess female nature. Oh, well, I did this for you. I did that for you, etc. And what people don't realize is like there's no scoreboard with women. And like you're only as good as the value that you have right here, right now. Not what you did for her last year. Not what you did for her last month. Not all that those times where you helped her out when she needed you. That doesn't matter. It's about what are you providing right here, right now. And once we tell guys this, this uncomfortable truth, a lot of guys go through red pill rage. They get angry. They hate women. This is so fucked up, blah, blah, blah. But I'd rather them go through that rage for a small period of time, right? And then eventually learn to understand and accept them versus going through with kind of with the, the wool over their eyes. Like, oh, yeah, all girls are sugar and spice and everything nice. And then they get finessed even more. Because mm. it's better to know up front and learn how to, um, how do I say this, how to deal with it mm. versus not knowing and then holding this resentment forever. Like you find out when you're 40, oh, what the hell is going on? And then you feel like you've been lied to your entire life. Yeah, I think I think you need to be aware of the the reality. I think if I'm watching your content, yeah, and I know, I, I think I understand the, the full 360 perspective of it. The only negative I see from it is some guys who you see in the comments. Of course. And I don't know if maybe they're in the red pill rage phase or if there's a subset of guys that are like, they're helpless either way, and they're just gonna like. But some guys maybe use it as a cop out, right? I'm not. I don't have to work on myself. I don't need women in my life. If anything, now it's easier just to always like belittle women for being fake or for being cheaters or for whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Like, what do you do? You, that might be my only critique of you. If I was gonna push back on you guys, you don't yeah. talk to those guys much, and I don't know if it's just because you feel like you need to like hammer home the message so much because it's not as obvious and people are guys are helpless if they don't know it yeah you know what i'm saying well our thing is we're real big on self-improvement we tell them because we're really hard on the guys on the daytime shows but they never clip that when i'm like yelling at guys saying you're fat pos you're a loser what the hell are you doing with your life why are you watching porn every day so we tell guys what they need to do to become successful and to become attractive but they never clip that stuff when i yell at men because no one really cares it's only when i like roast girls or tell them that they're bimbos or whatever that people clip that because we live in kind of a shock era now where, you know, dunking on women is kind of like what people want to see, unfortunately. And it's because we've pretty much, for the better part of 67 years, we've told women that they're perfect, they're sugar and spice and everything nice. We don't hold them accountable. We don't tell them the truth so on how it is. you correct the balance a little bit. Here's the thing. I'm not even trying to correct the balance for females so much as because women aren't going to listen anyway because their life's on easy mode, so why the hell would they go ahead and put in the work and listen to what I got to say? Mm. It's more for the guys to realize this is how a lot of modern-day women think. Acclimate to the situation. That makes sense. They're not going to change, bro. Like, And people say, is it ever going to go back? Like the trad cons keep thinking, like, you know, women are going to be in the kitchen with aprons on and mm. being a good, dutiful wife. That's never happening, guys. It's never happening because women fall really hard to get to this part, to this point where they're equal to you and they can do whatever you do while simultaneously still being able to be treated like ladies. They're not going to concede on that whatsoever. So my counterpoint to that, if I, sure. if I could push back a little bit, would be sure. I, I think as a whole you're right. And I, yeah. I, and I think that's like generally that's right. I do think there's like an aspect that there's a lot of guys out there who, who are losers, right? It's the same way there's a lot of women out there who are losers. Like average people are kind of just losers, right? Yeah. And I think that if you have an average guy mm -hmm. who maybe doesn't have the income that would be able to provide for his woman or potential family – Maybe he doesn't have like the physical fitness that he'd be able to protect her. And then he wants women to submit to him. Like it also wouldn't make sense for a woman, right? Who's like, well, how would I be able to like submit into this average dude if like 
if I stop working and I stay home and cook and clean, then we're fucking broke. Yeah. So I think this is the, the main path for the men need to take, right? They need to actually build themselves up so that yeah. for their own purposes, but that they, so they could also be the provider, protector, whatever you want yeah. to call it. And then at that point, I think you now have the liberty to sort through the females who don't buy into like the dynamic that you want in the relationship. That's the, the only thing I see is I see a lot of average guys now who are like hating on women for being like uh, modern and feminist, we could call it. Yeah. But it's like, if you're not going to provide for them, what do you expect them to do? Mm. Yeah, no, 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 understandable. I, I mean, you, yeah. I've always said you got to get your Pokemon badges up. Like, yeah. the women aren't going to listen to you unless, you know, you have certain stats. Depending on who she is and what she does, mm. that means you have to rise up to that level, if not surpass her. You have to be better than your girl in all, all aspects. So I, my, But my thing is, women, a lot of the times, don't have the sexual market value to command the man that they think they deserve. That's what so I mean. So there's a little bit of, I guess, I, okay, if I'm saying- Women are fairly delusional when it comes yeah. to where they stand in the sexual marketplace versus what they command. Okay. There's like a huge disconnect. So like, so most girls are average, right? Just by virtue of being average, right? But the thing is, is that they all think that they deserve a well above average man. Yeah, the six feet. Yeah. 200K plus a year. Which the reality is like, year. nah, like yeah. you don't deserve that. You know what I mean? But a lot of girls think that they do. Well, if there's a supply and demand chart, yeah, obviously things yeah. need to uh, be in like- And I would argue yeah. a lot of them are like grossly unaware of the supply and demand. Like it, yeah. I, I can't tell you how many times I have to tell girls like, the more you go up in status with the man- the less leverage you have. But girls think that they still have the same leverage when they're dealing with a guy that's one percenter. So something that I will, I think definitely contributes to this problem mm-hmm. is women thinking that a high value woman who earns a lot is super successful in their career is what men are after. I still think a lot of women think that. Yeah, and, a lot and, of them do. And if women want to do that, that's fine, right? If that's If that gives them happiness, and we could argue whether or not that gives them actual happiness, but if they think that's what they want and they do it, great. But then... The, the reality is that high value guys who are now have to be earning more than them, right? Because at the end of the day, they're still going to be like, well, I want a guy who earns more than me. Mm-hmm. That pool is small and yep. that pool is not necessarily attracted to a woman who's Absolutely. like super like, who's like the trying to be the alpha in the yep. relationship. Yep. But, the, but see, the thing is, is that like we can sit down and have this, this conversation and be like, yeah, that makes sense. Like supply and demand, blah, blah, blah. But so many girls lack critical thinking skills because feminism lies to them. It tells them, you could go ahead and pursue a career. You can make a bunch of money. You can become successful. And you that's can basically what men want. Be, yeah, you could be the man that you want, and he's going to want you in return. And I can't tell you how many times we've interviewed, what, 2,200 women on our show now at this point? Dude, it's incredible to me how so many of them are unaware of, we don't give a shit about that stuff. It's not until girls typically are older that they say, no, they're right. They're right. I chased a career. I have the money, and the now, men don't, now they have men the don't give a shit. Yeah, it's not until they get older and they fail continuously that they realize, like, Maybe this was a lie. And we brought so many girls on that said that, but they're almost always past their prime. It's too late. It's too late. They went through the career path. They made a bunch of money. Um, they ostracized a bunch of men that wanted them. And a lot of girls, what happens is they become successful, et cetera, and then they outprice themselves out of the market. You want the biggest issue with modern dating today? It's not of men becoming women, so to speak, when we become men. That is an issue by itself. But it's merely because we don't understand what each party wants. As a result... We go into it blindly saying, oh, you know what? I think they want this. In reality, they, they don't want none, none, any of that. So it's kind of like at that point, each party has to understand what each party wants. A okay. funny moment actually is yeah. when he asks, do you even know what men want? And dude, it's, it's hilarious. They rattle off all the things that women want. Go-getter, successful, ambitious, educated, smart, blah, blah, blah. Like they list every single thing that they want from a man, which is like, hilarious to me but that's how far gone so many modern day women are where they don't realize like 
no, we want a girl. We don't want another one of us. But they think that that's attractive. And then on the male side, you could argue for guys who call it red pill aware, for lack of a better term. Yeah. They also that to to, to your point of like the yeah. biggest thing that's wrong with the dating market. They maybe buy into like the uh, the Hollywood ingrained narrative of I just get really obsessed with a girl, get like one itis for this girl, oh, yeah. like just swear off other women, simp for her as she's hooking up with other guys. Like eventually she's gonna come back, come around to me because that's almost like the arc of most Hollywood movies. Yeah, and that's and I guess it just so we give guys up. two options basically from our podcast, right? Yeah. Either you level up, become a better man, or stay the same and suffer. It's just two results you can get. So ultimately speaking, as a guy, here's here's some options for you. You choose what you want to do, pretty much. Yeah, I tell guys you need to have multiple checks, bro. Like, that's one of the best kind of self-correcting methods. And the reason why, before everyone gets all mad, because a bunch of people reacted to me on this, like, ooh, because I said you need to bang, like, 50 girls before you even think about getting in a serious relationship. I think so, married. So to preface this for people who haven't heard it, you said, what, you 50 women uh, making 100K a year or more? Yeah, so five things. That and you, over 30 years old? Yeah, so... Thir- so 100K per year, yep. right? Make six figures per year, 35 or older, have six months to one year of savings. Yes. Um, be in shape. Yes. And then have had sex with 50 women. And, and that's the point where you would say, okay, now it could be an intelligent decision to settle down with one woman. Yes. Because now you have not only the prerequisite finances, mm-hmm. right? Where I would consider you like an entry level, uh, higher value guy, so, right? So that, so that women back to my point maybe will be open to like submitting to you more yes it'll increase the likelihood that a, that an average woman will submit to you and follow your lead then also on top of that you don't have the wool over your eyes with like oh she touched my pee pee i want to commit to this girl so because you have sexual experience right and here's the thing people get so mad at me for saying 50 girls so we just came from doing value tainment live right yeah we had 20 girls there yeah. i said all right tell me how many uh dudes you think the average chick has slept with one girl goes seven, another girl goes 20, another girl goes 50, 20, excuse me, 25 years old that have been to college and educated, blah, blah, blah. That's the, that's the criteria. Yeah, okay. right? Yeah. An average chick, 25 years old, okay. et cetera. This yeah. is typically when women are starting at angle to potentially getting married, taking, being taken serious by a man, right? Yeah, 25. Yeah. yeah, I would say 25. So basically the average came out to about 20, be 25 bodies. That's what women said. That's what the women said. Okay. And I didn't say like your body count, your peers, women that you know around you, whether you went to school with them, your friends, mm-hmm. family members, et cetera. Pretty much by the time I had all the girls answer, it came to be about 25, right? And then I asked, do you want a man who's more sexually experienced than you or do you want to be more sexually experienced than your man? Every single girl said they want a man more sexually experienced. And then that's when I said, exactly. That's why I need a 50 bitches. Because average women nowadays, regular girls, modern day women, have way more bodies than average dudes. So how the hell are you going to go ahead and commit to a girl that probably has 20, 30, 40 bodies mm. and you have like one or two? Mm-hmm. Like, because what's going to happen is when a girl's more sexually experienced than you is she's able to sell you a dream and you can't see you can't see past that because you're not experienced with women. You haven't dealt with enough of them. So I want guys to have the leverage, have the sexual experience and be in a leadership role with the leverage with the woman because when women have leverage, they're terrible people. People get mad at me for saying that, but they literally are terrible people when they have leverage over a man. They'll be bitchy, annoying, cranky, rude as fuck, disrespectful. You don't want any of that. For her to get in line, she has to think, I'm with the best guy that I can get. And a lot of times your sexual experience is a component of that. Yeah, I yeah. think, I mean, I think that that, Tradition. And this is what the Tradcons keep fucking up. Like the Tradcons try to come at me. Was it a Tradcon? Ooh, a, a traditional conservative. So like okay. someone like so like for example, Ben Shapiro, ben Shapiro. went went ahead <laughs> yeah, and reacted to, to me saying that, yeah. saying like that's ludicrous. Like having a lot of sexual partners is bad for both genders. Wrong. Mm-hmm. It's actually bad for women, not for men. Sex does not affect men the same way does it does women. And again, 
I wish we can go back to a time where you're getting married at virgins, you, you, the families know each other, she comes from a good household, her dad was in her life, blah, 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 but those days are fucking done. So yeah, it's something I'll agree with you on. I'm hearing that more and more. I think like Hamza has mentioned this recently that he thinks- yeah, I think he, uh, Hamza? Yeah. He said, who's that? Yeah. Uh, he's a YouTuber. You guys know him? He's in the UK? He's I'm familiar with him. Okay. Yeah. Um, maybe I get fit his videos more now that I'm in Europe. I don't know. But, <laughs> but he's now saying, and I, and I hear other people, maybe this is uh, this this return to tra- tra- tradition, rejecting modernity, and an idea where they're encouraging men like, don't even date a girl unless you're going to marry her. <laughs> and I, and I, well, I don't think it's the right path to be like a man whore for your whole life because then you're prioritizing that like over things that are more important. I... I tend to be more like, okay, so your list, let's say, let me go one more. You're making 100K a year. I think that's solid. Yeah. Before that, you just haven't, because to make 100K a year, then you need some sort of like, you've developed your career, your business to a certain point, right? Yeah. That, that, that's representative of more than just yeah. 100K a year yeah. for most people. Uh, 50 women. I mean, we could like argue in the exact number. Yeah. But, but 20, I'm 20 not plus, saying if you yeah. got 45, yeah. whoops, sorry, babe, can't yeah. do this yeah, yeah. because, but I'm saying, that's a good area You've had to some be experience. in. Yeah, that's and, a good area. And I still would to stick to the mindset that, and this is like the really old example, but like you don't just buy the first car you get and just drive it for the rest of your life yeah, because dude. maybe there's a lot of cars you'd enjoy more. I know my man Walt; he's he's experiencing five Lambos a year right now. So. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the other reason too is because like you, as a man, you you need to get that experience because the reason why I say all this is because as a man, you take way more risk when you get married. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing like these tradcons don't get is that. You're basically giving people an old set of rules for a new world that yes. doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Like if I tell you, hey man, there's a fucking gunfight going on, and I give you a 70-year-old knife and tell you go go ahead and go into that gunfight, you're gonna get decimated. <laughs> yeah, so it's not gonna be good. you're gonna get decimated. And that's what the current day market marketplace is, and that's what Tradcons don't get. Religion, traditionalism, all these things, they don't work anymore because we live in a modern world where we no longer have the buffers and the protections of tradition, two-parent households, religion, shame. All these things are out the woos. They're gone. Like girls nowadays are on TikTok talking about, I I do blah, blah, blah. There's zero things keeping women from being. So how are we going to acclimate to the new sexual marketplace? We're going to acclimate by keeping up with what's going on. You need to get more experience as a man. You need to go in there with your eyes wide open. You need to know how women really fucking move versus how you hope they move and know that a lot of girls nowadays, by the time they're 25, have quite a bit of sexual experience and you need to go ahead and be in the same situation so that you don't get famous. But a lot of these guys will sit there and be like, don't get in a relationship with a girl until you're ready to get married, blah, blah, blah. These tradcons aren't living in reality. Yeah, so They're what not. you're trying to offer is not necessarily something that's bad for men or bad for women. This is like, no, this is maybe an adapted... Uh, it's an adaptation. Uh, an updated plan. It's an adaptation. To still to get to monogamy. Yeah, yes. And perhaps a family in a traditional sense. Yes. But adapted to like the reality of It's an adaptation to the new deregulated sexual marketplace where women have all the leverage and the family courts are not on your side, period. But that's what tradcons don't get. Like someone like Ben Shapiro, right? Hmm. He gets mad. Oh, 50 girls, sex is bad. It, it hurts both genders, you know, whatever. And I'm like, There's no. some truth there, but but it's out of context. Well, for women, it does significantly. Yeah. But for men, it's not to the same degree. Yeah. And I would rather a guy goes into a relationship with his eye, eyes wide open and mm-hmm. knows how women really move, mm-hmm. right? And has a little bit of trauma because he's been hurt before, et cetera, versus going in, you know, oh, this is going to be great. Because the thing is, is that not everyone has the buffers that someone like Ben Shapiro had. He came from a very devout Jewish family. His girl is Jewish. 
They they, they met, met through families. Community. They met yeah, in that community. Yeah. He had a bunch of things put in place for him to have a good relationship. But are most guys going to yeah, have these if, things? Maybe no. if you're a guy who's living in I don't know some really rural rural area, yeah. really religious community, that maybe this wouldn't apply to you. Yeah, but for like standard for the general United masses, States or Western city. Yeah, dude. it's different. For the general yeah. masses, it's you got to adapt to how the sexual marketplace is. And to say, oh, yeah, let's let's have these traditional conservative values when all these girls are fucking hot, let's keep it a thousand. It's not a good move. All right. So both of y'all are, I know you're 30, 33. Yeah. You guys are both definitely making over 100K a year. Yeah. I know you guys both probably have at least a body count of 50. So you guys are in this, in this category. Mm-hmm. Do, and I'll, I'll let you answer first to you. Do you guys see yourself choosing monogamy? Maybe not. Like an official marriage to the state, but like, do you see yourself choosing monogamy and settling down with one girl at some point? Not, not today. So to just bring up some more uh, light to his point, there's a method to, to the madness. It means for for example, in this case, yes, dating multiple girls has its issues. However, the main point is if you don't have, you know, this is common sense here. If you don't date multiple girls, how are you going to know who's best for you, what's good for you as a man? You won't know. So ultimately, you need that experience. And secondly. For me personally, I think where I've been through multiple girls, been through lifestyle, all that stuff, that maybe one day I could consider it, but right now where I'm at, no. However, I made a choice with this right now. Versus most guys, they don't have a choice. Saying, You're doing you know it out of intention. You're exactly. being intentful with Intentional it. Intentional willpower. It's a decision. But most guys, they don't have that. It's, you know mm-hmm. what? I'll just take whatever I can get. Mm-hmm. That's the issue. The first girl who wanders in. Exactly. Um... So the question is, would I be monogamous or settle down? Is that girl? something? Obviously, that's not something you force. I know you're smarter than that, but is that is yeah, that yeah. something you're open to down the line? Fuck no. You- and and the reason why is because um, monogamy a lot of the times just not all the time, but for most men, mm. it's gonna weaken you. Mm. The girl's gonna have uh, leverage. She's gonna th- she's gonna be like, oh, I'm his only source of sex. Mm. Like a lot of the times. When women start to get leverage in relationships, like they're your only source of sex, they're, they're your only source of intimacy or whatever, that's when they start, oh, you're not getting none tonight. Or they start to pull back or whatever. Mm. And to keep women on their toes and to keep them actually aroused by you, which I know this is terrible, toxic boy advice, whatever the fuck they want to say, but you have to have multiple women for her to act right. Mm. Because when she knows she could be replaced, she's going to be on point. And unfortunately for women, since they're hypergamous and they need to always feel like they got the best deal, the only way that they're sure that they got the best deal all the time is that that constant pre-selection, that constant social pressure, that constant want from other women makes them realize, damn, okay, I am with the best guy. And she don't got time to hoe around or do stupid stuff when she's chasing your validation because other girls will go ahead and take her place. And I know it sounds terrible, but women are only satisfied and happy with a man when they know that they got the best guy. And what better example of them having the best guy than other women wanting him and him having other women in place. And also to this point on a lower level, the average guy, right? Let's say, for example, you want to deploy this strategy, so to speak. You don't have to actively cheat. We're just saying the potential is there for you to move on to somebody else if she fucks up. That's pretty much it. And, you know, Future always said it famously in a song, bitch don't get too comfortable. I tell guys that all the time. Once your girl starts comfortable, starts getting comfortable, that's when the disrespect comes in. So you have two options. You can either A, do what I call passive demonstrations of higher value, having other women, which kind of checks her for you. Or you could sit there and constantly have to check her all the time, like, yo, who the fuck are you talking to, et cetera. Because women really get turned on by guys that can tell them, shut up, or who are you talking to, or whatever, because they're always going to get out of line at some place, at some point. And for this to work, the man has to follow his program. He can't follow her program. Her program is going to be only me 
Whenever I say, you get it. We don't negotiate with terrorists. Yeah. And that's how a lot of women are as fucking terrorists. You don't sit there and negotiate with them like, oh, I think this. No, this is this is how it is. And the thing is, is that that's what women want. Women don't want a equal partner. No, they want a fucking dictator. That's what no one will admit. Chicks want a dictator. Fifty Shades of Grey. You think Christian Grey sitting there, hmm, how do you feel about this? Hmm, what's your opinion on this? Get the fuck out of here, man. No. So let me give my response to this. Because obviously yeah. I chose to be married. Yeah. And earlier I was talking with Brandon Carter, who's also- Keyword chose, right? Shows exactly. And you're good, bro. You yeah, made a choice. Yeah, yeah. And was Brandon Carter was here earlier was talking to him. He's also someone. He's not married yet, but he's chosen to be with a a girl monogamously, a monogamous, yeah, yeah. monogamous relationship. Yeah. So I think what you're saying is true, and I think at the core, people they follow their incentives, right? Like people follow their incentives, and I think that in order for marriage to be right, it almost needs. Or at least monogamy long-term, something that's similar to marriage. I know some people don't get married with a state. I completely understand that. Yeah. The conditions need to almost be a little bit unique. Like it, it, In most cases, I don't think it works because of uh, all these reasons you guys just gave, right? Like It doesn't incentivize things properly. Women want a man to be the leader. They want to, to follow him. They like being put in their place. Yeah. Like that's, that's probably the easiest... I don't want to say flirting technique, but one of the, the easiest things you can do early on in, uh, and they need in the dating too. phases. When you, as soon as it's the first date, second date, the girl shows up late, she's on her phone, she's doing some shit, and you draw the line right there. Hey, like, this, this isn't going to fly. It's not cool. Like, I'm not mad, but like, this isn't, isn't going to make any sense. It almost causes like a 180, right? Like, the, because all of a sudden you're set aside for most guys who will kind of just take it. Take it because, like, well, she's, she's talking to me. Like, I'm getting her attention. We're actually we're on a date together. Yeah, like, yeah. we're doing this. It, your woman still wants to know you're desired by other women. I of guess course. I say that. Because I'm not acting on that, right? Yeah, and I've chosen yeah. to be monogamous and I've yeah. never cheated. But I do think the fact that when you build yourself up and just these criteria you give get you to the point where, like, when you have these criteria and people are aware of that, obviously with like social media and clout, like, maybe it amplifies it a bit versus like the normal person where it's maybe 100%, a, a little bit more in their face that like yeah. there's a lot of options out there yeah but i think that um even if it's not acted upon once you've developed yourself to that point where even when you're just casually hanging out with people girls a little bit more flirty with you than they'd be i think those are those are like reminders that allow that dynamic to stay in place but again this all kind of comes back to the fact but women need those reminders is my argument like yeah. they, they re- and here's other and thing they, too. They, and they notice the subtle they notice the subtle things and here's too. other thing too like this is why it's so important to have like so um social proof and pre-selection in today's day and age we live in a world now where an average chick has more attention commanding capabilities than a male celebrity yeah right she's constantly getting attention from men on the internet DMs, dating apps yeah, yeah. dms etc mm. all that crap right and on top of that, we live in a deregulated sexual marketplace where they have all the leverage. We have a bunch of um, men are still expected to make the first move and pursue. Yes, which which is like kind of the kicker to all this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So basically, in other words, women are no longer traditional, but men are still expected to be traditional to a degree, right? And then the other thing as well that guys got to understand is that. A lot of girls don't come from a two-parent household. A lot of girls don't have a father in their life. A lot of women don't have some type of positive masculinity in their life, et cetera. And you got mainstream society telling them to be hoes. You got sex in the city telling them to go out there and be single. You got the fucking city girls telling them to go ahead and finesse dudes, get a check, blah, 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 run up a bag. You have all these negative things, mm-hmm. right, coming in and poisoning modern-day women, right? Mm-hmm. So what ends up happening is when a guy does go on a date with a girl, that girl's a byproduct of the fuckery going on in mainstream media and the modern-day society, Right. So you, as the man, you have to correct a lot of that. How are you going to correct that? You're going to correct it by being masculine, by being attractive, keeping your sexual market value high, by having boundaries, et cetera, by having other women. So the reason why I give a lot of these strategies 
to keep your sexual market value high mm. and keep your masculinity on point and check girls constantly is because you're overcorrecting for all the bullshit out there that's poisoning her mind. Yeah. I didn't, you know, 70 years ago when a girl had a good father at home and two parents, etc., religion, shame, you didn't have to do all this. But that's a good point because I think maybe the biggest, uh, and unfortunately people are victims to these things that you don't choose your parents, right? Yeah. But I think one of the biggest indicators for a girl that could be wifey material, we'll call it, is someone who has, their parents have a healthy marriage because yeah. now that has been put in their place in their mind, that seeds were planted before all like the societal poisoning we yeah. call it has happened. Yeah. Without that, I, and I'm not saying it's impossible, but I think it's quite difficult. Yeah, and, and that's what I'm trying to tell guys is like, more than likely on a balance of probabilities, the girl that you're gonna date is gonna be indoctrinated to some degree through the poison of feminism, mainstream media, being a being promiscuous, rap music, whatever the hell it is. Yeah. She's going to be indoctrinated by that. So you as the man had to kind of come in and correct a lot of bad behavior because girls don't come preassembled anymore. And those things become even more important once you've committed to being monogamous. Yes. They become even more important. You, because you're, you're, you basically need to, and people get mad at me when yeah. I say this shit, you need to train your girl to be a good girlfriend because the way a lot of modern day women come is terrible for being a good girlfriend. You they want to go to the club, they yeah. want to be... They want to go ahead and do yep. single girls nights out. They want to do all this stuff yep. that puts the relationship in a bad spot. And you as a guy really have to be 10 toes down on your principles and have your value high so yep. that she listens to you so that you can overcorrect for all the fuckery. I would yeah. argue, right, bro, mm -hmm. that it is harder to have a girl follow your program and be the girl you want to be than just be a player. Like the whole dynamic of having a, a one girl, one guy relationship is so hard because it takes a lot of work and you have to be the man that she wants to be with long term. That's not a, easy. No, that's a good point. That's far harder, I think. Because I think today, if you if you develop yourself to a certain point and you have a little bit of basic aim and you just take action, you just you just try. It's not hard to spin plates. Maybe it's not the exact girls you want, but it's not that hard you to replace, get, yeah. bring them in. You, you, know, you can level up a little bit. That's not that hard. It's hard to make a monogamous relationship work. I think it's the odds are against you more than ever. I'm, I'm, I guess I would like to think because of all the things I was talking about. Yeah, exactly. Yes, yes. Yeah. No, you, you, you have you, to constantly fight that as a man. Yes, you need to, uh, and, and that's why the statistic is what fifty percent of marriages fail in the states. And yeah. I think the big, the big no side note for that is like I don't like necessarily looking at statistics all the time because that's like average people. Not to like talk down to people, but like that's average people's marriages are failing, right? Yeah. And that's because of all the the reasons you just listed. That's the average path in society, and that's mm -hmm. sad. It's shitty, right? Obviously, mm -hmm. if we could go back, we go back. Yeah. Um, so I think now more than ever, if you're going to make that commitment, it has to be done from a place of uh, abundance and having options. It has to be a choice, and it has to be done with a mindset going in that is not, "Will you marry me?" And then all of a sudden, all of my responsibility to be the man and maintain this dynamic is gone. If anything, it's enhanced now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think as long as guys move intelligently and they're doing it by choice, because most guys, let's keep it a thousand, they get married because they're getting pressured by their girl, they're getting bullied, mm. and they're getting married kind of out of a necessity. Uh, as long as guys are doing it by choice, they're monogamous by choice, I'm totally cool with that. Mm. My problem is when guys are monogamous because their girl's forcing them to or their value isn't high enough to command what they actually want. And I will say the one benefit that I've seen, this is what me and Brandon were talking about earlier, is that if you have a girl who's a ride or die, and these are probably harder to find now now than ever right yeah for sure like with julio like back in the day before i she, i met she met me when i was broke she was filming these videos of me approaching girls back in boston right she was my first employee she supported the uh the business and she saw the vision when i just was like looked like a broke guy living in like a 300 square foot apartment in boston riding a bicycle around right yeah and i think that for me a big choice just to, to give you a little bit insight into my mental framework was i noticed that when i chose to be monogamous with her before marriage uh it actually increased 
my focus, my focus on my my business and my money, For right? Sure. And things, and that started to increase a lot more when I didn't have the anxiety has been in place, right? There's always it, it's gonna it's gonna be a focus divider regardless. If there's multiple girls, you can structure it in a way you can you know minimize communication. You can you can structure it in a way that's optimal. Yeah. But I think there's always going to be a bit of a attention suck when you're spinning plates. That's the one thing if you can get into a healthy monogamous relationship, and this is not a reason to, to get into one, it's a benefit if you find the right one, if you create the right one. I think that's that's a little bit more appropriate term than finding, right? This yeah. has to be crafted and created. Absolutely. But if you can, I do think that there's a, a benefit that's not spoken about much. The, like the support and the, the laser focus I get from that, I think has increased my no, like, absolutely, money moments man. I, a lot. I mean, I, I will absolutely say that having one girl, right, yeah. that you're dealing with is absolutely going to be way, way more of an amplifier of your goals, like just getting, being as successful as possible, making money. Because a lot of guys, it's very difficult for them to balance running a business or being successful mm-hmm. while simultaneously going out and sourcing girls because the two are counterproductive. I've always said this. If you're getting the most girls, more than likely you're losing money. But if yeah. you're getting the most money, you're definitely losing girls because to get women, right, is extremely time-consuming, extremely attentive, and is draining to a degree, which takes away from your ability to be productive and earn a lot of money. I was actually having this conversation, controversial take here. but um, a Controversial take from you, bro? Yeah, but uh, very interesting. <laughs> I was, uh, we, when we were up Colin, at uh, Valuetainment... I was talking to this guy on their on their team, uh, smart guy. He uh, he's 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 homosexual, and he was saying because I was like, man, I, I've theorized that if you take the average um, net worth of a heterosexual guy versus the average net worth of a, of a homosexual guy, guarantee the net worth of a homosexual guy is higher. And he was like, no, that's actually true. Why why would that be? Well, because <laughs> they don't deal with women. Yeah. So think about this. They can just get but on Grinder. But don't they? Okay, okay, okay. I know. I just, yeah, oh, yeah. See where I'm going here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they can just get on Grinder, get what the hell they need done, and then go right back to work. And then keep. It's going. more transactional. It's more. It's it's quicker, more transactional. Yeah. And then also, right. when two men deal with each other, less effort. It's less effort, and Pause. then and they're spelling, <laughs> they're spending, um, they're splitting everything down the middle. And I thought to myself, damn, like that's crazy because homosexual dudes get way more sex than heterosexual guys, but they're still able to be productive. Why is that? It's almost because they're living in. Uh, this age of equality, but it works because they're both men. Exactly. So, and uh, so I, I thought that was like crazy because I've always theorized it, but then he confirmed it was like, no, they actually do. And if you think about it, you look at Miami, you look at Austin, Texas, you look at uh, New York City, you look at San Fran, any of these cities that have like super high um, homosexual uh, populations, mm. uh, they live in the affluent areas. Why mm. is that? Well, they have extra, they don't have families, they don't have women to deal, women to deal with, so they make quite a bit of money. Mm. You know, not saying that you guys should turn to the other side, but what <laughs> I am saying is that that's kind of interesting how, um, I guess, how uh, distracting females can be when it comes to chasing money and making success. But to the point of having one girl, having that dynamic there, it, it, could make it, it definitely make it productive. Uh, bring focus up, bring your business up as well. However, once again, you need experience to choose the right girl because once again, bro, if you're successful or you're on the way up, yeah, you're not smart about choice of women, it could destroy you completely. What are your thoughts yeah. on this? Because I agree 100%. Yeah. It's got to be the right girl. Yeah. What are your thoughts on, because I talked with uh, with Justin J. Waller about this. I know yeah. it's something that Tate does. Even Sterling Cooper I was talking to, he also, he plans this. And it's the idea of having multiple children with multiple different women. And to me, for someone who has thrived in this like focused tunnel, I'm like, bro, that would that would give me anxiety. I understand maybe there's like, and I'm not shitting on it, but maybe there's like a little bit of like a pride ego thing that like you know I'm I have this the, the bloodline is gonna live on through many people. But to me, on a practical level, I'm like, bro, I don't. I think all my money would go way down if I did that. Well, yeah. bomb drop for you, bro. I have a kid. One. 
But that's not, you have one kid with one woman. That's not like multiple kids with multiple no, women. No, it's my dog. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 but, yeah, but no, I, I would do it. Yeah. Multiple women and kids, I, I would do it. It would be stressful, but I think I can manage it. It's, but how does the how does the benefits outweigh the, the downsides? Or are you just open to it? No, I'm open to it for sure. Okay. And then and then none of my chicks would work. So I would just support them. I'd make the money. I mean, I wouldn't be there all the time. Maybe like once a week or some shit. But yeah. Yeah, and to me, that'd be the downside would be because I do want to be a father, and I just and I, me and Justin went back and forth, and so we don't have to go through that whole debate. But do you have yeah, to always, always be there though? You don't have to be there twenty four seven. No, you don't have to be there twenty four seven. But you want to be present. You want to be like, you know, my dad coming to like my basketball games growing up. That means something. to Yeah, me. yeah, yeah. You no, that I mean? for sure. Like, yeah. so my thing is okay. Good point. I would say, in the obviously formative years as a child, mm. you don't need to be there as much as, as as the father. But as you as your child gets older, gets into adolescence, etc., mm. you absolutely have to be there because you're going to be the first line of defense, first disciplinarian. Let your kid know this is unacceptable behavior. You correct them before the state does, right? But they also, get they need a, a mas- sure. strong masculine role model as well. Of course, and the of more course. present you are, in in a in a way that makes sense. Yeah, of course, of yeah. course. But I would say like that that presence is even more so needed as they get into. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Purity. Like you're talking about basketball games. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I would agree. agree because I'll give, you, I'll give you an example. So like I didn't have a dad growing up, right? Mm. So to speak, he was just doing his thing, running mm. the streets, cold-blooded. But <laughs> I had a grandfather that would come every, every now and then, give me some good examples, help mm. be a man, a leader, and then leave. But like that was enough to make me say, you know what, damn, I see somebody that's going to be like my idol, so to speak, to look up to. Mm. And he's not always there. When he comes, it means something to me. So that can help a long way too as well. You don't have to always be there for your kid, I, mean, I, get, I get your point, but like you don't have to always be there. Yeah. So, but I mean, you you might want to be like, hey, yeah. I want to be there every single day, which is understandable. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I think on- I mean I think if you're doing it, you know, consensually with the women, that that boundary is drawn. You're providing for all of them. You're making as big as effort as possible in terms of like FaceTime calls, being there as much as you can, maybe flying them out to wherever you are. Yeah. It can work, and it could perhaps be even more healthy for kids than what like an average person does as a father, which yeah. is maybe not great. But I think that it's not maybe the best, the best possible, the most the best optimal, yeah, yeah the most optimal thing but understandable. possible. But again, we're just saying level up so you can make that choice for yourself. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I just want guys. Well, to be I in appreciate a you where they can that, choose because yeah. I've never had an issue because uh, we've talked with Brandon about this too, as far as like having one girl for like being uh, productive. Absolutely, I agree because when you're getting the most girls, it's very distracting. But I mean. You know, back to the thing that we're talking about with with, with with the homosexuals. Like, I mean, that proof that's proof in the pudding right there that like chasing after women, at women absolutely hurts your ability to be productive. Yeah, when I when I was like early on, found my first group of guys that we would you know go out together. With, they were all kind of doing their entrepreneurial thing. We always would say that to each other. Look, like you're either getting laid or you're getting money, but you're not doing both at the same yeah, time. Yeah, dude. Yeah, the, all the yeah. things it takes to get the most women is absolutely counterproductive. You're sleeping less, so acquiring resources. Yep. Because you got to get out there. You got to be social. You got a cold approach that takes a lot of time. Then you got to go ahead and set up multiple dates. Then you got to deal with the flaking. You got to go ahead and instead of plan. networking and building business yeah. relationships, you're networking and building dude pipeline of women. Yeah. Anyone, yeah. yeah. Anyone <laughs> that like is actually like has been grinding through getting a lot of girls, whatever, will yeah. tell you that. Get going out there and optimizing, you know, systems to get bitches mm. is absolutely going to be counterproductive to optimizing systems to earn money. And also keep in mind when you do this whole strategy of like multiple girls being that player lifestyle, it is fun. However, what is the meaning behind it? That's the point I'm trying to make here. For most people, it's fun, it's exciting, it's a quick bust of a nut. But what does that lead to? Dopamine Nothing. chasing. Nothing. I mean, you you fuck a couple of girls, you get the idea, you get the experience, awesome. But long term. What's I really do? And most of the girls are useless, so we're going to be a thousand. Like you're it's, spending a lot of time going after chicks. Yeah, you're spending a lot of time going after chicks that like are useless. Don't add any value. Well, you're chasing like an empty like, like 
half drunk like sexual experience yeah. at like two AM. What's yeah. the point, bro? And yeah. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I did it. I agree. He, he had to tell me, bro, slow down. Yeah, this dude was like, going on three or four dates. Too much time on girls. Retarded. I, I went through that, but I do think, at least for my case, I had to prove it to myself. Yeah. And I had to, to see that I have the ability to attract different women, and it's not just yeah. a fluke, and I can do it on repeat. And, I, and I went too set. far. It's and a I skill think a lot set of, that every guy needs to learn, though. I agree. I, I think in the modern world, and this is like going back to the Ben Shapiro thing, and unless you're in like a religious rural community where maybe you live by a different you know set of rules where people aren't buying into this, but I think in the modern world, Guys who don't get a body count of at least, I don't want to put a number on it, but at least 20, let's say. And I know you're saying 50 is ideal, but at least 20, let's say. Yeah. I think that the, it's going to eat away at them a little bit. It's going to it's gonna eat away at them a little bit. It Just could. in the hypersexual world we live yeah, in. Yeah, it, it could it could definitely eat at them. And, and and also, not only will it eat at them, maybe, oh, maybe they might get FOMO, but it's also going to eat at them because it's like, okay, the girl that I'm with more than likely has more than 20 bodies, dude. I've seen bitches rack that up in a semester. Like, especially <laughs> if your girl went ahead and went to college and maybe she was in a sorority or she was an athlete or whatever. Yeah. Like, I don't think guys understand like how promiscuous like girls are. But it's so this. easy. In, and that's back to the point of uh, what you're saying is it's as a girl in college, the end of the night, you can look at a guy and you can get laid if you want. Yeah. Like, and if you have low self-esteem and guys and girls tend to have low self-esteem through their adolescent years, yeah. right? Yeah. And a lot of times through sex is how we try and like prove our worth to ourselves, men and women. Yeah. But as a woman, they can go a lot more wild with that than, than a man. Yeah. I, I or a just, lot easier. I just want guys to be in a position where they know exactly what they're getting into. They're they're actually assessing their female, their woman properly. They then they're able to be like, if you want to go ahead and, you know, shack up with a hoe, that's fine. I want you to know she's a hoe and know what you're getting yourself into. The problem is that most guys think that their girl is a fucking sweet little angel. She's never done anything. She's not a blah 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 and they get a rude awakening once they go ahead and get into a serious relationship with her or they get married or whatever and they didn't realize like whoa what the fuck's going on here but they got famous because they didn't have the sexual experience they didn't have the uh, um, experience dealing with women they didn't have the prerequisite skill set to be able to assess if this girl was worthy of a relationship most guys don't even know how to vet a girl properly yep. because they haven't dealt with enough of them like for example we like bro every now and then because we understand what it is we know what it is we go into it just to have fun and then dip but most guys are like, oh my God, she's beautiful. I'm getting the pussy right away. It's just amazing. And then they stay. Bro, why are you staying? So. And hoes will ruin your life, dude. Yeah. You'll keep it a thousand. Like, it's dangerous. <laughs> yeah, I'll just say a bit more <laughs> controversy. Bro, like, hoes are terrible people, dude. And like, they they're literally terrible people. Because, like, a lot of the times, <laughs> right? It's they're, soul, man. They're, used to, they're used to looking at men as, like, a wallet or an expendable commodity. Like, you know, you look at strippers, girls that are on, in the sex industry, mm. whatever it may be. They look at, they, they've seen the worst side of men. And mm. this isn't me blaming them for this. But they've seen the worst side of men. They've seen all the weird perverts, the creepy motherfuckers, the guys touching them inappropriately, whatever it may be. Right? They've seen the worst side. That's their worldview. Of the male, of masculinity in the male perspective, right? So when they meet a lot of guys, it's like, oh, fuck this shit, I hate men, blah, blah, blah. That's why so many girls that are sex workers, they literally say all the time, I hate men, I hate men, because they see all the perverted That's weirdos. their reality. Yeah, That's yeah. their reality. Yeah. So so as a guy, you need to be able to not only identify these types of women, yeah. but run away from them and not commit to them. I can't tell you how many times I see guys that have money, resources, status, like they work their ass off, but they didn't go ahead and understand female nature, whatever, and they shack up with these hoes. Okay, yeah. recently, we just spoke about this, this downstairs. Zion Williamson, you know the NBA player? Uh, yes. So... I don't know if this is true or not, but this was alleged right now in the social media worlds. He basically got a stripper pregnant, and he was texting or DMing or Snapchatting this uh, porn star, OnlyFans girl, Mariah Mills, whatever, okay. to move her to his, his uh, state and pay for her lifestyle. And I'm like, what's She's going on? How much money she got? Yeah. But, but, but that's what I'm saying. Like, he is a fucking 
all-star NBA player. He's, he has top the choice the if he wants it, yeah. But why Why choose that? Why are you choosing Because we, we don't... Hoes. What's yeah. Apple, bro? Yeah. Child support, finesse, everything. But it's like, bro, like you have a choice to make... A good choice You're for choosing a walking red flag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, for yeah, what? yeah. But here's the thing. We can't, we can't have these candid talks anymore in 2023. Yeah. Some dumb hoe is going to watch this right now and say, oh, misogynist. Look, there's good girls out there for sure that are mm. worth wifing and taking seriously. Mm. But unfortunately, in today's climate, the majority of women are not wife worthy. And you think misogyny is bad? Look on TikTok. Full of misandry. Oh, I hate men. Kill all men. It's normal, bro. Yeah, yeah. It's the totally socially girl. acceptable to say I hate men and men are trash, blah, blah, blah. No, you would never get censored or demonetized. We could put a, I could put up a YouTube video tomorrow about all men need to be locked up or something. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And it I'd probably actually probably do better. It'd probably get yeah. more visibility, facts. right? <laughs> big, big facts. Like most of these dumb bimbos don't even know what misandry means. <laughs> they, they don't even know what misogyny means. Oh, you're misogynist. Define misogyny. Uh, 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 uh. I think it they means can't define misogyny for the people listening. Basically, it's the hatred or contempt of men. Yeah, okay. is what it comes to. Sorry, misogyny. The hatred or contempt women. of women, and then misandry is the opposite. The hatred or contempt, a uh, contempt of men. Okay, so and as you can tell, we don't hate women. Yeah, yeah, we already went over that. We, went we over got it. girls that I, work I, for us. We got yeah. multiple girlfriends. Like we got a mom, sister, yeah. cousin. Like bro, like, we, really? we, we, our thing is that we're just painfully honest about how women really move. Like I tell guys all the time, avoid hoes. Hoes are not regular chicks. Like you want to go ahead and get with a girl that's not a hoe. All right, so let's let's change topics. I think we sure. were, we were pretty deep on on the hoes. Yeah, I, no, but I think it's good. It's good because we have slightly different As perspectives. Usual. But at the end, it like most things in long form content, you you talk, you get to a deeper level, and it's like a common understanding. Yeah, even though some of my scenes, be, oh, this guy's. Married. Oh, they're gonna just clip the part that I said hoes are terrible people. Yeah, well, that's fine. Yeah. Like, <laughs> when you said hoes are terrible people, now they can clip yeah. me saying it too. Yeah. No, but. <laughs> All right, so recently you guys got in some beef with two of my favorite YouTubers, Abba and Preach. <laughs> I'm just fucking, I don't know. I don't I never I only know that them because of y'all. Yeah. And it seems to me <laughs> you've done some wild videos about it afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, we, won't, we won't relive that here. So much my, my channel doesn't get canceled. But yeah. you could go watch that on, on their channel if yeah. fit. So to me, it seems like the crux of the issue here, the core of the problem, is that you guys have an a mission, we could call it or an ulterior motive to actually improve the lives of men, right? And then I'll be preach, from what I understand, they're just like a reaction channel, right? Yeah. Who's just trying to... Yeah. Our motive is to help men, yeah. Yeah, sure. Well, I'm saying that seems to be, if you get down a few levels deeper than all the shit talking, right? That's the main difference. One's a reaction channel that... Yeah. You give clips that people can react to, right? Like, yeah. I could, if I wanted to, we're, we're if I wanted to do hit piece on y'all, it'd probably be really easy, right? Because yeah, you, yeah, got, yeah, you guys yeah, put you yourself take, out there. Yeah, yeah, you got hours yeah. and hours of me saying <laughs> controversial things. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we proactively make content, they reactively make content. So, how come you decide to escalate with them? That's my persp- That's my curiosity as an influencer. If it's like when, when, someone, when they came after you. Well, this started a couple, a year and a half ago. Basically, they came on a platform. And we had a great conversation. So they came on your show? Yeah, yeah. First, your live show? First and okay. foremost. They came okay. on the show. Great conversation, back and forth. We had some disagreements, but we came together as men. So you know what? I understand your side. We understand our side. Let's just come together, make content, have a great time, right? So then they go back to uh, wherever they're from, over to Canada. And then they wait like a month or two. And then they Couple make a video months, yeah. on us saying that we're scammers, we're frauds, we're not we're really who we saying are. Saying we're cat, basically. And there was no like... Them messaging you in between and you guys not responding nah, or something? No, no, no. Bro, we came out of left field. We were actually surprised. So then... You guys left on amicable terms. Yeah, 100%. Yes. 100%. They, they, they left did the after hours and everything. For example, you as a guest, how do we treat you? With awful, respect. Awful, man. It was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I couldn't make it to the airport. Yeah. Uh, he went. You know what I no, mean? No, no. Like, that's that's, that's sure, what yeah. I started with. Y'all, yeah. Yeah. you gave me some true hospitality. Yeah. 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 Appreciate that. So man. imagine someone comes into your home, 
gives you a lot of value, shows you a great time, and then you should shit on them for no reason. Now, mind you, you could text us, give a phone call, yo, bro, I'm doing this video for some for some views. It's not serious. And you guys haven't talked about them at all. Nah, not at all. Why would we? Okay. Do we talk about you? No, we'd bring you on, add value, give value, and then, all right, cool, deuces. Yeah. I'll see you next time. Yeah. Simple. And then after that, they made that video. So that, but that was that was the start. Of it. That was the yeah. provocation, right? Yeah. That was like that was yeah. Like, then making that that's video, getting being yeah. attacked with no yeah. reason, essentially. Yeah, like, yeah. and and then their thing is their, their defense is, oh well, we did, you know we did one collab, bro. Like we don't owe you any loyalty. Cool, but y'all run around and talk about integrity and high moral character, and you guys constantly virtue signal to your audience about you know taking the moral high ground, etc., and being virtuous. So it's like. I look at it like... Do they do hit pieces on a lot of people? Yes. Okay, I'm that's, not that familiar with their that's, content. Yeah, that's okay. all they do is do hit pieces. Okay. So even I look the, at it like... Even the challenge people. The what? Skippy. Oh, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I look at it like if you're going to like, you know, say that you've, you know, follow integrity and you're all about, you know, on your, always on your moral high ground, then why would you go ahead and attack somebody that opened up their home to you? You know what I mean? So it is what it is, man. I, I look at it like this. At the end of the day... Who's providing more value on YouTube? Who's actually saving lives? Who's teaching guys how to make money? Who's teaching guys how to buy real estate? Who's teaching guys how to become millionaires? How to invest in crypto, uh, get their credit score up, et cetera. Get girls, be attractive, go to the gym, lose weight, build muscle, burn fat. Like we're doing all that. We're bringing on interesting guests from different realms, including yourself. So I look at it like we add way more value. So it is what it is. And we waited a year. After two years. Hit, sorry, two years actually. We hit a million subscribers. They, kept, they made 20 plus videos on us. And you yeah. weren't reacting at that point. No, no. we didn't say anything so to you, them. So you just like, contacted them pr- privately after the first one? After, what do you mean? After the first hit piece they did, not you, you guys... No, we like went ahead and shit on them and everything. And then okay. and then we said, you know what? Now nah, that was out of line, blah, 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 because we had like made fun of his wife or whatever. Okay. It's a long saga. But the point is, is this. We basically apologized. We're like, all right, we're done. We're not going to talk about after y'all After the no first more. incident. After the first incident. Right. They kept going. 21 videos, dude. So you... you apologized explicitly in a video or just like we went too far like it's all good not a big deal we apologized to our audience yeah. and then we're like you know what now nah, we got to apologize to these guys too because we made well, at that time we thought it was his wife who made fun of who was fat okay. but it wasn't which that was a lie itself and their audience I don't know why they don't see this that uh. he lied about that chick being his wife to get shock value it was someone that he worked with uh. but he used that to prop up and say yeah these guys attacked my wife and they made fun of my country he said that after you apologized yeah, pretty yeah, much. Was, so they kept going. After you tried to de-escalate, they kept going. Yes, dude. Yeah, for two okay. years. Okay. So at that point, and then you, I was you like, didn't reply for two years. Yes. Yeah, they, they this all happened August of 2021. It's, uh, you know, what we're in June of 2023. And we lost so subs, too. How many videos did they do between you guys apologizing and your most recent reaction? Like 15 or 16? Yeah. So you were just like, we just got to, like, put this to bed or something. Yeah. Like, and then I just, like, we just completely roasted them. <laughs> yeah, and, I've seen and, it. I've seen and it. People are gonna, and here's the funny part. Yeah. We took, like, an hour, right? Where I debunked all their lies, mm-hmm. literally for like yes, an hour I, plus, I yeah, yeah. And then we t- had a, a skit where we just made fun of them, right? Because I look at it like this: their audience doesn't give a fuck about us debunking their lies in the first hour anyway. A lot of people are going to want to see the entertainment, so like, you know, what? then we'll roast them. So we did both. But what did they do? Focus on that 20, 30 minutes. Oh, look at them saying this about us. Blah blah. These guys are racist. So I'm like, you know what, dude? The cancel mob, the the woke culture, etc., the liberals. They're never going to give a shit about the truth anyway. So I'm like, you know, what? I'm going to lean into it. Put this hood on. Let's go. <laughs> well, look, I thought it was, I thought it was, uh, I thought it was funny, obviously. And that's the bad, the thing is, is I even have a, a, uh, a little bit of resistance to saying I thought it was funny because of the world we live in. You yeah. Know? You yeah. can't even, yeah, dude. But it was, but, I know it was done out of, uh, it was done out of humor. And, yeah. 
Dude, I'm black myself. Again, like, I mean, the these are types of jokes people tell. I mean, yeah, you guys, are, you guys are, you guys are I'm both. Black. Like, yeah, you're you're black, black people. You guys like, aren't black. What are y'all talking about? Like, what are you, oh, yo, you're racist, bro. You hate self hatred, dude. We have black people that work for us. Like, we employ black people. We've helped more black men than they have. We've helped guys make money. It's got, guys come up to me. We had a live event sold out. Guys coming up to us, damn near on the verge of tears, saying, "Yo, I double my income messing with y'all, watching your show, etc." You guys Raise got me through a tough scores. place. I was gonna kill myself on this day, and I decided not to. So we're definitely creating way more value for the black community than these guys are. But again, this is what reaction channels do. They're fake news. They got to go ahead and be gossip girls and put take things out of context, spin it a certain narrative. And that's fine because people that watch them watch them. People that watch us watch us. People that watch us know that we add value. And it's funny because a lot of people found out about us through their hit pieces and then yeah. came over and they're like, dude, I stopped watching them because they're not adding value. So you to took a, a hidden subscribers at first, you said, but yeah. then it kind of rebounded. Yeah, yeah. We, we lost 50K subscribers. Mm -hmm. We said, you know, we're going to keep grinding. We're going to keep adding value. Mm -hmm. Now we're at 1.4 and we're probably, we're going to surpass them in the next year. Yep. You know what I mean? They, they've been on for like 10 plus years or whatever. So they, at the end of the day, they're snakes. They know they're snakes. And it is what it is. And, you know, we finally responded after two years. Now they're like, oh my God, dude, you guys are racist. It's like, no, you made hit pieces on us. We're finally hitting back. And there's no, you know, there's all, all is fair in love and war. Like yeah. this is literally a war. Are you guys done reacting to them now? Or if they keep hitting, are you going to keep hitting back? I mean, we destroyed them, bro. We destroyed I mean, them, bro. Just, like, like, this if, point, if, if you're a comedian and you're virtue signaling saying these guys are racist, you lost. You, that's an L, bro. That's yeah. an L. Like, that tells me right then and there. And here's the thing they've made jokes on black people, too. Yeah. I got clips of that shit that I could yeah. literally expose them right now. But it's like, bro. So, you, so you're walking away now at this point. Unless something Here's the thing: if it's, if it's if it's worth it for us to roast them again, yep. maybe. Maybe. But at this point, they pretty much oh the white flag. Oh, these guys are racist. Blah blah blah. Once you go to try to take the high road and you're taking videos down and shit, bro. It's yeah. hell. They blocked me on Instagram because I was just cooking them on there because it was two years, bro. Two years of them talking shit. So I'm like, bro. And Abba, he knows. Like, he, there's a reason why he doesn't even want to talk to me in person because he knows. Yo, if this dude sees me in person, he's probably gonna knock me out. And I told him, I'm not going to hit you, bro. Just Destiny could set it up. We'll have a conversation live. You won't have your jump cuts and edits. Tell me to your face all these things you're saying. Because he says some really terrible things. Call me a and shit. Mm. Nah, man. Like, And w when we already had debunked that shit and that girl admitted she was lying. Well, it seems you guys seem satisfied with the the current state of things. Oh, yeah. They got <laughs> roasted. <dude. laughs> they got roasted. Whenever, whenever they take the moral high ground and block you, you know what time it is. She was hilarious. So recently, y'all... Uh, Y'all had PBD and Adam on your show, right? Yeah. And I know you went on went on Valuetainment as well. Yep. Yeah, no, great, great guys, great show. They, they just did a Tate interview today, I think, right? Yes. Yeah. That, that'll be wild to see that soon. Mm -hmm. That will blow up the internet a little bit. Yep. But um, I heard you talk, and you weren't, well, you were, no, no, it was, you guys both talked a bit politically until you guys both got into a bit of like the factors affecting our culture. Yeah. And obviously, they're, a lot of their content lately is covering like the upcoming election, 2024 election. Mm -hmm. We're in Florida, you got DeSantis here. I'm curious from both of y'all, who do you think will win the next election? And who, who do you think would you want to win the next election Trump. in terms of who you think would be better for the country? Trump, 1,000%. You think he's going to win and you want him to win? Yeah, and, both. And you? I'm going to say this respectfully because I think the election is a great way to show your patriarchy to your country. But Patriotism or patriarchy? Patri patriotism. Okay, okay. The point is that like, I think personally speaking, this whole election yeah. is already decided. But once again, I think... If anyone's going to win, probably Trump. So you think Trump will win? Yeah. And you also think that's best? I don't know, man. I, because once again, I can only see one side because I, I do like Trump, but I, I don't see everything. So I'm going to assume that's going to be the best. Okay. Okay. Definitely going to be the best. I think that if it's Trump or Biden, Trump's going to be better. 
100%. And I think it's going to be Trump versus Biden. Yeah. So I think I would agree with both of y'all. I really like RFK. I think he seems like very like like he actually cares. He's very intelligent, but the the DNC is already just like shutting. Shut yeah, him. they're not. They're he's not the anti vax guy. Don't talk about him. Yeah, he gets no yeah, coverage yeah. from MSNBC. His voice, bro. Like, they, like just little shit like that. They're not gonna. Nah, it's it's not happening. And it, it just, I would I would love to see RFK Trump or RFK DeSantis, but it's not gonna happen. It's gonna be Trump Biden. And, yeah, it's gonna I, be Trump Biden because DeSantis is big here in Florida, but the rest of the country doesn't really know about him like that. Um, him, his little Disney debacle is a little bit of a black eye. So he, he can't really spar with Trump either, for better or for worse. I don't know who. I don't know who maybe would be a better president. I actually think I agree with you. I think Trump probably would absolutely, be absolutely, bro. But like, he can't really hang with like right now. He's digging himself a ditch. It seems like since they started uh, trash talking each yeah. other. Yeah, and yeah. It, the thing, like the thing too, like Trump is like Trump is like it's crazy to me how like the mainstream media has like just been like putting him in a bad light. Like this girl that like came out with these like sexual assault claims on him, dude. It's fucking cap. Like. I read through the actual document, right? It's written like a novel. It's not even written like her lawsuit, her complaint lawsuit. Mm -hmm. It reads like a novel. And she even admits in there that she wanted to come forward um, in like 2016, 2017 when he was running for president. And then she goes ahead and writes a book about it, right? And she publishes the part where she's getting graped by the president, allegedly. Um, she puts that in like a magazine. It does well. She's like, okay, I'm going to release the book. She releases the book shortly thereafter, then does a fucking book tour. Mm -hmm. Like- the fact that like people don't realize that this woman was using this story to push her book and make money is crazy to me. And then on top of that, it's not necessarily that she won the case. What people don't realize is that civil cases are on a, a preponderance of evidence, which basically means like 51% versus 49. It's not guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. But again, this goes to show how fucking stupid everyone is. People are out here, oh, he got convicted of rape, put him in prison. And I'm like, you fucking this is a civil case. Right, a bunch of Abba and Preach fans, probably. Right, <laughs> dude, I'm t I'm telling you, the people that watch those clowns yeah. are vo vote for Biden. Yeah, think Andrew Tate's guilty. Yeah, they don't like Trump. Yeah, and they are just super liberal wokists. Like yeah. that's why, like it's like I don't even try to reason with these people. You can't reason with the left. Yeah. They're fucking morons. But anyway, going back to what I was saying, ninety nine percent of the time they're fucking morons. Yeah. So, um, it's very obvious that this woman did this shit to just sell some books, right? But with Trump, what happened was the thing they used against him the most was he did a deposition. <laughs> and in the deposition, he was very like, he didn't give a fuck. Like he was answering questions because he, he can't assert the Fifth Amendment because it's, it's a civil case, okay. right? So he can't stay silent. So they're asking him questions like, oh, that might be her, blah, blah, blah. She's not my type. And they use that against him to show like how he had a gross lack of indifference. Yeah, yeah. But what people don't get is that it's not that he's guilty, it's that he didn't give a fuck. That's why they found in her favor. The, the problem with, with the Trump faces is the... Uh the, the woke society, the, the right, That's the, what I'm trying the, to say, uh, dude, the they, over political correctness—they're able to to paint a narrative on him, right? That and, isn't and, true. A but lot of half the, times. the country, or I don't even know the statistics. Maybe it's less. Maybe it's more. A lot of people. This now, that's the, and that goes back to the, all the problems we're talking about here from the beginning. This all ties in together. That people, they hear something that could be slightly misogynistic or racist, even if it's Trump, just like. Rapper by the pussy, like whatever, like yeah. whatever, like something that's clearly a joke. And they, and we they live can't in a world that's like that. they're looking for the next thing that they can complain about and be shocked about. Yeah, like that's literally what it is. It's like they're looking to be enraged. Like the legitimate things, like Biden's done, and they're like, no, he's like a good guy, or like, oh, he's eighty years, he's a young eighty years old. Or, I don't know. Anyway, I mean, we, yeah. we don't have to get into his, it. His son's <laughs> laptop, yeah. like the Biden crime family. How well, they're no, going? No, but ahead. the laptop came out that materialized all to be true, and everyone said stupid conspiracy, conspiracy theory. But now the same things that happened with COVID and like masks and vaccines, like the left, or at least the left of like CNN and MSNBC. The bigger problem is, I think, 
they don't like after the fact go back and own things. They just like sweep it under the rug. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, no, we don't want to talk about that. That's that's, that's the past is the past, right? Yeah. So yeah, but you're just still spreading whatever misinformation you, you want to. I yeah. I mean, yeah. and, and I, I'll be honest, like a lot of these reaction channels, I consider them almost like the left because what they do is, is like they go ahead and they clip up content. Yeah. And they try to put you in a crazy thing. And then they react to it. it yeah. And then they virtue signal. Yeah. Boom. That's that they money. A profit. Fal- a false narrative. Let me take, let me go ahead and take like uh, some podcast where they talk about controversial stuff, take out the craziest parts, add no context, react to it, and just get like crazy. So you that's know, views. when like the, uh, and that's maybe what my definition of woke would be. When the importance of uh, how something sounds or looks becomes more important than the actual issue itself. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, and just to add to the point as well about early clipping uh, parts of the show. Andrew did an interview with BBC recently, I saw. right? Yep. And what did his his uh, supporters do? They clipped the woman that was talking all that shit to Andrew. Yeah. But his clips, they clipped her saying the most, you know, controversial stuff. And oh, she looks crazy. Yeah. But it's a clip. And it's so powerful because a clip could be turning any direction you want it. So it's just crazy, man. This is why, like I said before, like like <laughs> so I don't respect reaction channels a lot of the times because they could go ahead and just like take shit yeah. out of context, spin it any way that they want, chop and screw it, and then make it look sound make it look crazy, right? And that's why I had to spend an hour debunking a bunch of the bullshit from before. But it's very similar. Like, they're doing the same thing to Trump where um, it, so many lies, you know, are pushed on. I mean, like, you know, the sexual assault thing, we, we know that's a lie when I went through, read through that um, thing. And then also the, the charge for him in New York, they indicted him on falsifying business records, which is a fucking misdemeanor. And, but and they the, went ahead on a felony. the same exact thing that happened, like, uh, in Hillary's campaign, like, if, like in the, in the pre, or two elections ago. It was like this, it was the same type of... Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to butcher it, but I know like the basic same thing happened, but for them it was like a simple, like it was like a $5,000 fine or something. And it was against the DNC and not her. Anyway, anyway, they play by different rules when it's Trump, right? Yeah, yeah. no, they, they definitely yeah. do, man. And, and uh, it's just crazy to me how like people can spin a narrative and it's amazing to me how so many people aren't able to see what's really going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's... That's woke agenda right there. I don't know, man. We we dove into a lot of stuff. Yeah. We did. We I think we discussed our differences in some things, and I think we also got to the core of a lot of issues faced, not just men, but kind of like the the sad direction of society. Yeah. Prioritizing sound bites over the actual issues, you know. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. But speaking of sound bites, Trump did make CNN look really stupid at that town hall meeting. Hilarious. That was uh, that was enjoyable. That yeah. was enjoyable. And I'm yeah, not like a huge Trump fan. Again, I still think he's probably the best option we got, but I that was enjoyable to watch. Yeah. Enjoyable. I I just like that. He, like, he doesn't give a fuck what people think, and I think that's super important because he has his own money, so he doesn't need to rely on donors as much as like other politicians. Obviously, he still has donors, etc. Yeah, but he, it's he doesn't need he, he's not influenced by them to the same degree as other politicians because he's not a politician; he's a businessman at the end of the and day. He doesn't I think speak that's like a politician. Change. Exactly, and he dumbs things down to a crazy extent that first of all makes him an effective communicator to everyone, yeah, and allows him to speak to a larger audience. Yeah. But that's what like the elitist. CNN type people use against him is, but yeah. it's like it's it's also just an intentional strategy I think on his part I don't think he's obviously not stupid man yeah, yeah. yeah. It, and and yeah man like it, he's he's just more relatable and if you if you listen to him, okay this goes back to y'all if you listen to y'all long form you see the context you understand the thing if yeah. you listen to Trump long form like I not that he does a lot of podcasts but you did what what are those uh, the Nelk Boys Nelk he did Boys. like recently it was yeah, like yeah. forty minute it wasn't yeah. super long yeah and you listen and I listened through that. And that was one of the first times I'd seen Trump speak at length in a more candid conversation. And I was like, and for anyone watching, I'd recommend listening to that. I was like, okay, this paints a very different picture of him. Than, and I'm not someone who hates Trump or loves him, but yeah. a very different picture of him than I've seen from sound bites. Yeah, it's very relatable. Yeah. And the thing is, with polarizing people, right, whether it's us, Trump, et cetera, that get a lot of these wokies like upset and mad, is 
if you're going to take us in only clip form, a lot of the times you're going to get pissed off, right? Yeah. Because you're taking, you, people typically want shock factor, and that's why they clip certain things. But if you watch it long form, like, I can't tell you how many feminists have watched my shit and be like, okay, I watched it in full, and I actually, okay, I see where you're coming from. I understand where you guys' perspective Yeah, is. because yeah. they don't see all the buildup to where I make the conclusion that I make, the, the, even though it might be controversial. But there's a lot of, like, statistical reasons and real world experience that go into why I tell guys to do the things that they're doing. For example, if I tell you a face value, fuck 50 girls before you get married. Whoa. But then I go ahead and go around the table, right. And ask 20 girls, how many bodies do you think the average 25 year old has? They're saying 25, 30, some girls saying 50, 40, whatever it may be. So on average, the girl that you meet is going to have a body count in the tens of twenties or if not thirties. Well, do you want a guy that has more sexual experience than you or less? All the girls say they want a guy that has more. Well, guess what? The logical conclusion is you need to have 50 bodies, asshole, but they don't see how I came to that number. They just see you said 50 bodies. That's ridiculous. And that's, again, like I said before, that's how so many reaction channels make clips on us. They just like take that part of what I say without any context. And it's sad that that's effective, but it is. It works for them. They're they're our unpaid marketing team. We appreciate them. There you go. That's what they are. Awesome. Well, speaking of that, I'll also be linking your guys' uh, Instagram, YouTube in the description. Anything else you guys want to mention to the audience before we wrap uh, up? Get the book, Why Women Deserve Less, in stores right now. Audible, uh, hardcover, Kindle. Tune I'll link that show, as well. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 7 p.m., and join the CEO Network. Let's Bam. go. Bam. Hey. Another handshake to end it out. Good one. Yes, sir. <laughs> Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, all man. Peace.